Some fangs, orangutans, licking, sucking, there's venom. Oh, and then you know you're walking down this road and you just take another left and you just see another vamp in it. So, oh, that's Hugh Grant. What is he doing? Hey, Hugh Grant, oh, why are you there? Oh, what are you doing with that hair, Doctor Who? Who are you? Doctor Who? Who are you? This is, uh, I'll suck your blood. I don't think we even need to do anything else. I think that's, that's it. Is that good? Did I did, did I do good? I think that was the whole episode. That's great. But actually, I, I would actually prefer if we like did talk about this because I, I had, <laughs> I did have fun. I did have fun. This, uh, this, this one came by surprise. That's for sure. I fully expected this to be good, actually, and I feel like it kind of just lived up to the expectations that I had for it, but just in a weird way. Like, I wasn't expecting the weird stuff exactly. I was, not in the way it happened, but, you know, you know. You know, I, well, I, I guess to clear it up, we're talking about Lair of the White Worm, uh, if if you didn't figure that out from, from the song. Uh, but I don't think anyone figured that out from the song. <laughs> I think that... uh. I was a little thrown off by the title. Okay. Like I th- what do you in what way? I well I think we've had this one like in our kind of talk for a long time, maybe even since we started the podcast, like yes. since we started doing vampire shit. But I think that like the title of it always made me be like, "Eh, that I don't know why that would be good. It just sounds meh." Every time I look up a list of, like, good vampire movies, though, it's up there with the ones that actually aren't that bad. Well, and, yeah, I mean, this wasn't this wasn't that bad. I think we need to look at more vampire movies that are, like, not bat vampire movies. I mean, it, that's a fair assessment that you have there. I don't know if I can live up to those expectations and those standards. You know, that's a lot that you're asking of me. But, uh, yeah, I completely agree, and that's exactly what we should do, and we should stop watching those stupid fucking movies. Because the last few that we've picked that were actually, like, kind of well thought out, and we used, like, proper judgment and not, like, uh, like a last-ditch thing where we're, like, you, not a last-ditch, but a spontaneous, like, last-second right. thing where we just change our mind. We're like, oh, we have this good one in mind. Never mind. Let's do fucking, what was it? What was the one with the the bat one with the uh, uh, shaving cream? The devil bat? Devil bat, yeah. 
Uh, I feel like we've picked good movies a lot, but we've never went with them and covered them. We're always just like, wait, <laughs> never mind. There's this one that has this one tiny little interesting plot, and then we move over to that. No, nah, man, like, this is like snake vampires, and I know that there's other snake vampire movies. Isn't that basically what uh, The Curse, that whole series, isn't that basically snake vampires? Is it? I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with the snake vampire genre. Yeah, I think it is. And then you have sleepwalkers, which is basically cat vampires. Like, we need to do other animal vampires. I think we should. Maybe. What if it's just British vampire movies? Because this one just had, like, a certain twang to it that I really like. Like, the the way that they just walked around and, like, uh, like presented themselves to each other and their conversations, like, their day-to-days, I, I was, like, in a whole nother world. Yeah, I mean, it's British as fuck, for sure. It's ama- It's like the most British thing in the world. And you know what just what sucks? I just uh, I was looking up the budget in the box office right now. The budget was around like between two to two and a half million, and it only made like just shy of over a million, like one one point one. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of sad about that because this is this is a really good movie. And also, I mean, I guess we should talk about Ken Russell, the director, who neither of us were really familiar with like at all i had seen his name before on this movie and then on the devil but i never put two and two together i never like thought anything of it i never looked into him but apparently he's like a pretty prolific director who even like francis ford coppola and like stanley kubrick and a few other like big directors have cited and referenced as like kind of a inspiration or like kind of like a they're striving to like make some of their shots or scenes like his yeah, which I think is super cool, like, because, yeah, I mean, like you said, I this name did not ring a bell to me whatsoever, nope. and after watching this movie, I'm like, man, like, if he did this in 88, like, what else has he been doing? I'm super interested in checking out his catalog. And this isn't a movie that people talk about when you look up his name and, like, in reference to him. This is one of the smaller things he's done. Like, like we said, if you look up vampire stuff, this pops up in those lists, but, like... Right. As far as his movies go, this isn't really one of the big ones. I mean, he has a movie called Devil. He has another movie uh, with a very... It kind of threw me off. He has a movie just called Horror. And I was like, wow, like that's bold. Like <laughs> That's something, just, you know? Just going for it. <laughs> it's just like straight to the point. It's like, yeah, there you go. This is what this movie's about. Um, and then the one with Drew Barrymore, what was it called again? I keep forgetting the name. Altered States. Altered States. We are going to cover that soon like for sure because i am so interested in watching that it is insane yeah i'm totally down for it it uh it, it seems like i don't know like uh stranger things plus like i don't know really good shit like i'm interested are you just saying stranger things because of that one scene yes <laughs> what's it called again i keep for uh, uh, uh sensory uh, deprivation tank yeah, yeah, bathwater psychosis. Exactly. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Um, I do want to read you guys a plot, though. Uh, this has nothing to do with uh, even Ken Russell or um, this movie, really, or anything else, but it, it kind of does. Okay, so Catherine Oxenberg is Eve in this movie. She was Eve, right? Not Mary? Yeah, she was Eve. Yes. She was Eve in this movie, and she was in a movie called Rub Down. And I don't know. I see something called Rub Down. I'm going to need to. Yeah, it's called a rub down. I I'm just gonna need to read, you know, the the plot after I see something like that. And uh, a rich man offers his masseur a former baseball player with damaged knees. I love baseball movies. Why is it so specific? Like, what happened to his knees and how damaged? It's probably a catcher. 
This damaged need man was offered $50,000 to have an affair with his wife so she'll be in violation of their prenuptial agreement and he can divorce her without losing his fortune. The masseur agrees, although he is already having an affair with the wife, and they together work out a way to set up her husband in order that she does get his fortune. But when the client is murdered... And the real wife shows up. The masseur has to clear his own name. And as he begins to piece together the evidence, he realizes that he's been played by yet another man who still holds a grudge from years So before. many twists. <laughs> like, that is the most busy plot that I have ever read in my life. Like, I, I feel like th- there has to be more to that movie, and I'm sure there's a lot. And I feel like I already got so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I kind of don't want to watch it because I feel like at least two of those twists should have been secrets before you see it. At least two. At least two. <laughs> it's kind of baffling, but I, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I just love the, I love the lore that's gone into this movie. You know, I feel like uh, I kind of went in a rabbit hole and I found things like you know, rub down and devil. And- so you sent me that 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 plot description and you found that because eve is in rubdown that's how you got there that's how i got there yeah. okay got it got yeah it, got yeah, it. yeah it's just kind of a, one of those little mini holes i was going down and i was like hey you know what's rubdown all right i still don't know what rubdown is i'm actually more confused than i was when i started <laughs> thought it was just gonna be like a simple porn or something like that and i i still think it might be maybe i don't know but it's very confusing yeah it's a. Uh... I don't know. That's interesting. But we have a lot to unpack today with Layer of the White Worm. It's a really, a really crazy movie. I actually don't even know what to say about the beginning, like, because it's calm, but it's hectic. Like, this dude finds a dinosaur-esque bone, and he's like, starts cheering. He's like, yay, yay. And then, like, a couple chicks walk up, and they're just like, hey, that's not a fucking dinosaur. That's a cow bone, you stupid idiot. Remember that old cow, like, Bassy or whatever that Dad used to have? That's probably that cow. Dude, it already starts off British as fuck, too. Like, so British, and I love it. And, like, self, self-awarely British. Like, the one the one chick, I forget which one it was, but she's, she even says, like, oh, my God, my spotted dick, like, and runs back inside to check on her cooking. <laughs> That's what she was referring to? I was wondering yeah, 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 what yeah, yeah. dick meant. Okay, she's talking about, like, a sausage or something? Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is, but, but spotted dick is definitely, like, some kind of, like, like European fucking like food thing, like like bangers and mash, spotted dick, like it's it's like a thing. I would say that there's probably at least like thirteen British terms that they uh, said in this that I had to look up. Like I mean, I had to pause the movie and go like, okay, what the <laughs> hell does this mean? <laughs> like what the actual fuck? <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're kind of just berating him. They're just like, no, dude, it's a cow. Then she says the spotted dick thing. And then uh, as for character introduction, we have an architect known as Angus Flint, who is played by Peter Capaldi, a.k.a. the 12th Doctor Who. And then we have Mary Trent, played by Sammy Davis, not Junior. Uh, And she is, you know who she is? No, I mean, I noticed that her name was, was like top billing, but I don't know who she is. So I don't really know who she is either, but... She was Jezebel in Four Rooms. She was in one of those oh, uh, segments, you know, is like she the one of the witches. Witchy segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was one of the witches. That makes sense. 
I knew she looked a little bit familiar, but I had no fucking clue what it was. But once I saw Four Rooms, I was like, oh, my God. Dude, Four Rooms is a movie that I love, but I've probably only seen it like three times. I have only seen it twice, maybe. Yeah, twice, but it's awesome. I feel like it's a movie that I probably should just toss on all the time, like just for fun. Absolutely. I think so, too. Uh, is it even is it like streaming anywhere? Uh, I don't know if it is. I, I have it. Yeah, I think it. I think it's not, and that's why I never think of it, and I don't own it for some reason. I just need to. I just need to eBay that one. Just buy it. I, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> this is where the, you do the thing where you just say the next name, and then you'll just you'll just cut straight to it. It worked great on Scary Movie. You did it a lot. What did I do? The thing where we trail off, and then like you just do like a perfectly clean cut of like, and then this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I was gonna do right now, but I was th- I was debating <laughs> on saying something else. So after we're introduced to them, Mary tells Angus that they're all going to a party, and he's just like, "What party? Okay, cool, let's go." And that party is well, it, it is nothing short of incredible. Like it is. It is as busy as that plot of that rubdown movie that I just read out a minute ago. Like, there's so much happening. It's so loud. There's people cheering. There's, like, it. it's basically, like, okay, it is a dragon dance party, except instead of, like, a big old, like, Chinese dragon, it is a giant white worm. I mean, yeah, it's it's the it's the fucking white European version of of that. The same way that we see like kind of weird, similar like play dance shit in like uh, the Wicker Man or like Midsummer and shit like that. You know, they're kind of doing that thing because the host of the party then has to take his fake sword at one part of the song and dance and <laughs> cut the fucking giant worm in half. John Hampton went a fishing once, a fishing in the weir. He caught a fish upon his hook. He thought he looked mighty queer. Now what a kind of fish it was. John Hampton couldn't tell, but he didn't like the look of it, so he threw it down a well. Now the worm got fat and growed, and growed an awful size, with great big teeth and a great big mouth and great big Google eyes. And when at night it crawled about a-looking for some booze, if it fell dry upon the road, it milked a dozen cows how the fuck do wait <laughs> and milked a dozen cows <laughs> ha ha yeah the feel for worm would often feed on cows and lamb and sheep and swallow little babies alive oh fuck when they lay down to sleep so john set out and caught the beast and cut it into halves and that's what stopped it eating babes and sheep and lambs and calves this is yeah so- i remember i remember it eating babies i remember that in the song that was nuts this is such a cool song. And there's still more to it, too, but I, I'm not going to uh, just, like, you know, just destroy every bit of audience right now. <laughs> yeah, this reminded me so much of uh, one of those beginning scenes in Wicker Man, whenever they're, like, in the bar and, like, everyone knows this song about... And it's all, like, about, like, the bar owner's daughter and how they all want to fuck her and they're all, like, singing along. <laughs> And then, like, the random dude is just, like, getting all pissed and just like, what the fuck? Like, what? Can you answer me? I'm trying to, like, get a drink or do something. Right, exactly. That's what this scene reminded me of. I actually haven't seen Wicker Man, but I have seen, like, the first 30 minutes, so I knew that specific scene. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I barely was able to catch the reference. I was like, oh, you're going to lose me. And I was like, oh, wait, I know that part. We're good. We're chilling. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, that song was amazing. The party is amazing. But, you know, at the party, we're introduced to Lord James Dampton, played <laughs> by none other than Hugh fucking Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant. Like, it... When you brought up, like, this movie... Because you brought up again, like you said, we've talked about it multiple times, but you brought it up, and then you're going through it, and you were like, Hugh Grant's in this. <laughs> like, like, hello, Bonnie, how are you? Like, like... Like Hugh Grant, like what about a boy Hugh Grant, <laughs> dude? Even when you said that, it just sounded not real. I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's weird. It's weird. And so then I, I when we found that out, I had like a different reaction and like initial like thought about what this movie was because that made me think that it was gonna be a little bit more like approachable i guess would be the word you know like a little bit more kind of like grounded just like most things that hugh grant is in like he's a very like broad appeal type of actor you know yeah yeah yeah. so whenever like we realized hugh grant was in it i i kind of like changed my mind of like what i was expecting out of the movie and i was like oh it's gonna be it's gonna be like a more mainstream vampire movie like interview with a vampire or something like that and no <laughs> No, not at all. I didn't think that for a second, but to be fair, when we looked this up in the past, I did see, like, I don't know if I saw just still images or maybe, like, some, like, little clips of the movie or something, but I do remember seeing a chick, like, grow, like, big fangs, and I was like, I'm pretty sure she's biting into a dick or turning into a worm or something. I don't remember which one I saw, but I saw one of those things, and both of those things were kind of instilled in my mind. One of the yeah. things I saw was definitely one of the scenes toward the end when things start getting a little blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember one of those pretty vividly. Yeah, we should, uh, you've already mentioned some very interesting things that happened in the movie just then, so we should we should probably start moving on. Yeah, you're probably right, that's fair. So, Hugh Grant is here. Uh, on the Hugh Grant note, he seems to have a love interest, kind of, I guess. I guess they're more like friends. They kind of seem like they were a love interest at first. but Yeah, it's flirty. It's a little flirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyway, her name is Eve Trent. That is Catherine Oxenberg, who is in the Rubdown movie that I was talking about. Um, yep. Hugh Grant tells Angus a little bit about the legend of the white worm and feeds him pickled earthworms. And by the way, I'm not going to be calling him anything other than Hugh Grant this whole ep time. Like, he is the one person that's out of character. Just know when I'm talking about Hugh Grant, I'm talking about whoever. You don't want to talk about Lord James Dampton? <laughs> Yeah, literally, that is so hard to say. Like, everyone else is just, like, it's Eve, it's Mary, and then it's Angus, like a fucking beef patty. Like, it's all so easy, and then this guy is like, Lord James Havington, the fifth D, um, D Emilio. Like, no, fuck you, dude. You're Hugh Grant. You're fucking Hugh Grant, dude. That's so ridiculous. You're, you're, the, you're, you're the teeth. You're the teeth. That's all you are. You're Hugh Grant's teeth. I do want to talk about how they're eating pickled earthworms. For a quick second. Yeah, that was one of those things that I was going to kind of bring up. So they let the guy just like nom and then they're like, oh, it's nice to see, you know, you're you're engaging in our delicacies. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's so good. And he's like, oh, yeah, not a lot of people get, you know, pickled earthworms. And so I was going to ask, is it actually pickled earthworms or was he like pulling a gag? 
I don't know the the color of them. If not, it was like maybe ginger or something. But I can't imagine him just eating that many strips of ginger like that. And I like ginger, and I eat a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It was just one of those things because. I can't tell if Hugh Grant is being sassy or not because he's just always seems the same. I can't tell if that was supposed to be like a joke. Like, oh, yeah, just, you know, joking with the foreigner, you know, like I couldn't tell. Yeah, I don't know. I think they actually, I think like it's one of those weird little towns. And yeah, they you actually, think that's their thing that, that, yeah, yeah. that it was legit? Yeah, I think they're actually eating earthworms and they were just like, yeah, well, dude, this is what we're eating. But also, I feel like. They are obsessed with worms. They've, they're very obsessed with it. Like, it's all anyone talks about. Yeah. Anyone. It's weird. Yeah, I think it was... And also, I don't know, I almost feel like most pickled things are good, so it might be good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would try a pickled earthworm. I've You know, I'm, I'm, I'm down with, like, a pickled egg, but I don't think I would try a pickled earthworm. Yeah. I don't think I would on, like, most days, but maybe if I'm in the land of worm, you know? I might make an exception. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't do it. No? No. Just wouldn't be interested in that. Oh, you know, we all have our things. Well, soon after, we meet a police officer with a banger of a lazy eye, like bangers and mash of a lazy eye, basically. (laughs) He gives Eve uh, their dead father's watch. He's just like, hey, here's your fucking... I heard your dad died. Found his watch somewhere. (laughs) Just, yeah, having a good time. I just don't want I just don't want anyone to move on without <laughs> without giving credit for a bangers and mash of a lazy eye. It's true, man. That, that was, was like... that was good. That was good. You moved past it quick, and it was you should if if this was a stand up routine, that's where you pause for laughter. Okay. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I'll give I'll give a second next time. <laughs> so I'll mention what happened to her parents in a second. But until then, the police officer is having an issue with uh, an intruder, and he has a hilarious conversation with his partner. Do you remember that conversation he had? I actually do not at all. No? no. Okay, okay. I'll just take it all on my own. Should I do Go different for voices it. for each side? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll figure out the voice for the lazy eye officer first. It's going to be like like this, isn't it? Okay. Love? And then uh, the other yep. officer is going to be. He's going to be. Oi. Oi. Why you do that? Isn't it? Okay, so it's up here and it's oi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my two ranges. I got it. We're ready. All right, we're so good. we're going to start on the first. I have an intruder on the premises. Come on over. Love, isn't it? And now I'm the other officer. Oi. How. <laughs> Oh god I you got the car (laughs) I get a taxi in it love I arrested him for drunk driving in it I this is about it. And then they argue a little bit yeah, about who? him getting on a bike. And, uh, you know, he's like, get on your fucking bike and get over here, bud. And he's like, I can't. The pump's broken. And he's like, yeah, dude, that pump's going to find its way right up your ass. <laughs> and this this is this is where I, I feel the need to say it's so interesting to me 
that this movie was made when it was made because like dialogue like that in this film happens multiple times where it just feels like something that would have been written yesterday. I mean, I feel like uh, like pumping it up your ass jokes have been around for a long time. I feel like like but I feel like that's like always been funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't think that like that type of joke would have made it in to to that movie. Not that people didn't say it or it didn't make it into a different type of movie. I just don't think it would have made it into this type of movie. I'm just impressed at how well the dialogue has aged. To be fair, though, I feel like we know nothing about uh, Mr. Ken Russell so far. But you know what? So. F- <laughs> I don't know. The from what I know about most Russells, they're pumping something. Like like Kurt Russell? Russell Crowe. Oh, we're going that way too. Russell Shit. Brand. Um, yeah. Uh, uh uh Russell D's. That wasn't that good. <laughs> no, that was good because you could actually rustle something. Guess you could Russell D's, that's fair. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll give you that one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now the steak vampire, uh, Mrs. Lady Sylvia Marsh. What are you doing? Rustling. Oh. So now the snake vampire, uh, Lady Sylvia Marsh, invites the officer into her home. After she get after he gets stung by a snake, as he says. Yeah. <laughs> Which he, he said that. By a snake. He said that, and I had to double take. I was like, "Wait, is that just like? Did they just say that? Like, is that a is that like a little like British nuance that I don't know about?" And then. No, she calls him out for being an idiot. <laughs> she was like, yeah, dumb as a beast stings you. A snake fucking bites you. What are you talking about? And then he's like, it's too cold for bees. <laughs> he does say that. He does say it's too cold for bees. That's so absurd. It's amazing. I, I love it. How are you going to get technical when you just said you got stung by a goddamn snake, you <laughs> idiot? Are you fucking kidding me? Grow up, dude. <laughs> But what happens next is weirder. Like, it's weirder than him getting stung by a snake because you just hard cut to him inside of her house and she's just sucking on his leg. Yeah, we just go straight to it. <laughs> just like, she, like you don't even see her, like, going into the suck. Like, she's already sucking. It's a hard cut of her already, like, deep in his fucking hairy fat leg. Yeah, that's uh one thing in this movie that I find really interesting is which kills they choose to, like actually like tell a story with and which ones like just happen (laughs) yeah yeah some things they just kind of put you right into it with no explanation i would say that happens many times many a time yep many a time so after the leg sucking uh you know sylvia marsh is that that was her last name huh marsh that's kind of weird yep I like Lady Sylvia, but I don't like the marsh part. Anyway, she fetches the officer a couple of brandies and asks why he was, like, scuffling around her property. And the officer's like, well, you know, uh, that Mary Trent lady, uh, she reported someone on the property. And then Sylvia's like, oh, didn't her parents, like, die around these trails? Like, why is she still coming around here? Didn't, like, didn't she, basically, like, (laughs) implying, like, didn't she learn her fucking lesson? (laughs) Like, stay out of my woods, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> but like we don't really know exactly what Sylvia is at this point, but I mean she is um not good. She's not to be trifled with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we do know that much at this point. So next up, we see Sylvia creeping around the. You know, actually, I should pop off for a second because I did mention, I did mention her parents dying before, and then I said we would explain in a second. So basically, they're just some little like trail cavey areas. Basically, they're just some like little like cave traily areas, and their her parents were just walking through it, and they like exploded into thin air, basically. Like, that's the best explanation for it. That's what every cop is saying. That, and, like, every that's how every person explains it. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one knows what happened. They're just like, yeah, there aren't bodies. There's not anything else. We don't know. They fucking blew up into it's thin air. Toby Hooper's spontaneous combustion. Which is also a movie we're going to be covering very soon because it's... It's probably like my spirit animal of a movie. Like I don't I don't even know what I rate it and I don't know if like I love it like that much yet, but I do know that the concept and certain scenes in that movie just define everything that I love about the world. Yeah. Thank you. So next up, we see Sylvia creeping around the Angus slash Trent house. They <laughs> left their front door open though, so it was kind of on them. Like I don't I'm not mad at anything that transpired after that. Yeah. I know some places do. Uh, is is this one of those places? I don't know. Um, I don't. I I would never do that. Oh, uh, I do it all the time. You just leave your front door wide open when you leave the house. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Like, how long do you leave for? Mm. Eh. An, an indefinite amount of time. Usually, if the sun is out, my front door is unlocked. No, unlocked is fine. Their door was wide open. Yeah, I mean, I have like a like a screen glass door. So, but like, yeah, we leave our front door open a lot, and then like the screen door is there. God, you Kentucky people really don't worry about getting robbed, huh? Mm, no, <laughs> must be nice. Hey. <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess they're kind of on the same level as James. Then I don't know what to say about that. So uh, she walks inside. She steals the skull of Dionin, the white worm. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to say that name right. Dionin. 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 <laughs> you say Dion Indian? Dionin. <laughs> All right, white worm. Oh, fuck. And also, can we just talk about, like, the term, like, white worm for a second? Like, I know it's, like, what it is. It's a big old, like, you know, demon snake thing, but that's kind of... It's a dick. That's a dick. That's just another worm for dick. (laughs) A specific kind of penis. Um, They don't mention the name just yet, uh, Dionin, that is, but they will soon. And also, before she leaves, she sprays some venom onto a cross hanging in the hallway, and it's actually really fucking cool. I love it. Dude, yeah. she steals the skull. She walks out. She just kind of like looks at the cross and like, okay, so I guess this is a vampire movie. So we should get into a, a little bit of rules and kind of go with those as we go. Yeah. I, no one ever really tried to put a cross directly to her. So I don't know how it would have reacted, but she could be in a vicinity of it and she could also attack it with snake venom. But she definitely doesn't like it. No, she doesn't. Look, I mean, she was pissed. She was like, fuck right. you. Like she was taunting it. Right. And what I really liked about that scene, too, is that, okay, when you first see this, like, she turn, you don't know what she is at first. You don't know what's happening. And then you see her turn, and you're like, okay, she's a vampire, but she's also a snake vampire, because she has, like, the vampire fangs, but they're very long. 
extra long, like a viper. Yeah, they're pretty crazy. And her eyes turn, like, fucking crazy. And, like, it's almost like the shape of her face gets, like, a little more narrow, too, I feel like. Yep, and you get this, you get that little snaky tongue out there, out there. Yeah, every once in a while they do, like, a little hiss thing, too. But, yeah, she kind of hisses at it and then, like, sends venom at it. And you're like, what the fuck? And she just leaves. Like, it it wasn't something that had to happen, but it was just a nice little cherry on top. And it was awesome. It was amazing. It was like a crazy cool reveal. Yep. And then a few seconds later, Eve walks upstairs and she noticed like the weird slime on the cross because her and Hugh Grant show up to the house yeah. and she sees like the weird slime on the cross and she touches it. And it's kind of like what happened in Fear Street, you know, when they were touching like the uh, like the hands or like that gooey thing or whatever. And they'd start oh, seeing visions. Yeah. yeah, it was like that. Like she started seeing like visions and um, everyone take a breath. Take a breath, because this is when this movie just... I really hate that you actually did that. Um, So when she does touch that slime, she starts having visions of Jesus on a cross being eaten by a giant worm while a ton of Viking dudes are raping women on the ground in front of the Jesus man. And it's also worth noting that there's a green screen behind everything with fucking flames. (laughs) It is so much. I don't even know how to, like... It's just the most extreme thing. Like, It's not only the most outlandish thing in the world, but it is the most brutal <laughs> and fucked up and just creepy and weird. And you're like, why is like Guy Fieri's shirt the background of all this? <laughs> it's an animated version of Guy Fieri's shirt. And you know what I love? We also get the flash, though, to like, like Snake Lady dancing in this. And I love this effect that they did where they put, like, her head, like, the thing she wore on her head, like, the headband thing and stuff, were green screen color. And, like, I know that that's something that, like, of course you would see today, but I thought for 88 that was a very interesting use of green screen to, like, make her part of the background. I almost thought that it was just something that they didn't realize they were doing for a second. Like, they were just it's like... totally on accident. Yeah, like, on accident, they forgot. They were like, oh, shit, you can kind of see it through the band in her head. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's kind of like uh, Star Trek, the uh, original shirts. Um, everyone now says that they're yellow because that's what they looked like on TV, but they were actually green. Like, they looked green, but for whatever reason, on camera and with, like, the shitty camera lenses they had back then, it just didn't translate well. And so, like, even today, like, the new Star Trek movies and shit, like, they have the guys in yellow shirts, but if you saw what the real shirt looked like when they were filming, they were dead green. Maybe that was Snake Vampire, you know, working her magic. She, uh, yeah, she just throws up her green acid on shit. Oh, that's a good point. And then it just, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. So Eve freaks the <laughs> hell out and Hugh Grant shows back up to help her out. And he asks what's hap- what happened. And she's like, oh, you know, uh, I put the watch in my pocket. And then as she's saying that, she puts the watch on the table. Yeah. And then Hugh Grant like looks at it and he sees it. There's like, like the arm like on the watch is just a big giant serpent now. And Eve freaks the fuck out. She flies back and she's yeah. like, I remember a serpent around a crucifix. And he's like, bitch, hold on. Go back a go back a page. Like, yep. what did you see? <laughs> <laughs> and then Hugh Grant drops a fucking bomb. Like a bomb. He's like, Come out, come outside. Come on, let's go. Let's go outside. And she's like, No, like, no, I'm not doing it. He's like, come come outside. I gotta show you something. And then he's like, Look at this mosaic in this hole, isn't it? Isn't it? 
isn't it what was in your dream? Isn't it? <laughs> and, like, you look down, and it is a giant, like, fo- beautiful, untouched, unscathed mosaic. And there's, like, a white snake just around across, and he's like, is that the snake? And she's like, oh, my God, that's the snake. <laughs> like, yeah, you must have saw it, and that's why you had a dream about it. The and then when she, no, but what she said too, she was like, "Oh my god, I wasn't there this morning. He must have just dug a, like a couple inches yeah. deeper and uncovered that." And I'm like, "Dude, it looked like it was polished, like so beautiful, <laughs> like it was bleached, like it was." Oh, bro, you down. know, it was that was a that was a prop maker decision. They like went through all the trouble of like making this thing, like handcrafting it, and then it was like, "Oh, but we need to make it look like it was dug up." They're like, "Fuck that, we worked too hard on this shit." Yeah, literally, they're just like, "Nah, dude, we're keeping." <laughs> that i'm putting that in my house after this right <laughs> and this is also when everyone finds out uh when the skull is missing yeah i'm not gonna lie i still don't completely know what it signified like i feel like she could have still done everything she was doing with or without the skull like did it really oh i guess okay the end like the the, the end, end. Uh, y- yeah okay 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 that makes sense i still okay i still feel like she could have done most things she was doing Pretty much everything. I just think that there was a specific ritual. Okay, that makes sense. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, so they look at a hole. That's good. Because, yeah, I mean, that's her goal is to, like, resurrect. Now we meet Kev. You remember Kev? I don't think I do. You remember Kev? No. He was the dude that played the harmonica? Oh, shit. I loved Kev. I fucking loved Kev. I remember everything about Kev. I was going to say, you could not forget Kev. This I was... just didn't remember that was his name. I feel like this was the turn of the movie where I thought things were going to get even crazier. And I can also say that they kind of did, but they kind of didn't at the same time. Like, I don't know if anything topped Kev. No. Nothing does. But some stuff kind of does. No. No, it's Kev. Kev, Kev is Kev. Peak. Kev's peak, man. Okay, so let's just talk about Kev. He's on the side of the road. He's trying to, like, hitchhike and whatnot. And he's trying to catch a dinner at his youth hostel, which I imagine translates to, like, you know, like a group home or something, right? Right, yeah. That's what I would assume. So he wants dinner, but instead he gets a uh, white worm, shoots and ladders, a giant bath. He gets roasted for having B.O. and halitosis, and he gets his dick bit and drowned. God, you went so fast. <laughs> I mean, we can look, we can go into that a little bit, but I just want to lay oh. out the facts for the people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh first of all, how old do we think Kev is? That is a very fair question because I don't know. He could have been in his 20s or he could have been 15 and I have no fucking idea. British people, like a lot of them, they look <laughs> like they could be very old or very young. And I'm like, dude, I don't know where to go with this guy. And But then he also acts that way, too. I feel like I'm supposed to th- I'm, I feel like he's supposed to look like he's like late teens, maybe early 20s. But he kind of acts like he's like 10. He acts like he's an eight year old. <laughs> he has no concept of like just having a dialogue with someone or just like interacting with a person. She's literally like giving him a bath and like scrubbing his back. And she says, Oh, I bet your girlfriend doesn't do this. And he goes, Nah, neither does my mom. <laughs> She's like, Oh, like, do I remind you of my mom? He's like, No, you're just pretty polite. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like what what are you even saying what does it even mean dude yeah this, these are the kinds of things that my eight-year-old says just kind of nonsense thoughts that don't aren't coherent together exactly just random bullshit and also not even to mention like they're playing shoots and ladders at one point and like not to mention they're playing shoots and ladders and like they're, they're well they're just driving at first because you know as he said he's trying to get back to his youth hostel and she's like oh, okay well you're kind of wet it's like raining out here let me take you home like we're by my house and i'll get some dry kind of wet here. and so am i exactly <laughs> like it, like he's not getting that at all though he's not catching any lick of the vibe like he does no. not know what's happening so no. they go back they're playing shoots and ladders and she literally already went and changed into lingerie and he's in like a giant robe just like i assume he's <laughs> naked under it and still is not following <laughs> And, like, she is looking sexy as all hell. This is a very attractive woman through, I mean, the whole movie. The whole movie. She's gorgeous. And and right now she pops out in, like, just some crazy lingerie. And -hmm. she's just in there playing shoot, like, white worms and ladders with him. Just having (laughs) the best time, like, flirting with him. He's just like... Okay, blah blah blah, and then she's like, "Well, do you want to listen to some music, you know, and get ready for all this?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And she gets up to go and put a record in, and as she's doing it, <laughs> he just pulls out a harmonica <laughs> and starts going to town. Like, and then this is this was another one of my favorite reveals. Then she starts like writhing a little bit. She's slithering like her her dance is a slither. <laughs> Because she's a snake. Yes. And she's being charmed by his harmonica. Oh my god, that is what was happening. Wait, okay, they talk about- wait, That's hold why on, Jim, she Jim, makes Jim, him Jim, Jim, stop. Jim. Stop, 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 stop. I just came to a realization. I knew- I thought she was just a fucking weirdo, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, this is a great scene, because she's a weird motherfucker. But, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's like oh, the, that's no, our first I get that taste. Now. I get that of now because you think about the rest of the movie, and that's exactly what's happening. Oh my <laughs> god, I can't believe that was charming her. Yeah, so then so she like kind of slaps him away, and she's like, "No, no, 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 not like that." And then that's that's whenever we we get to Kev's climax. The way that I was watching that, I thought she was just like, I thought she was roasting him. <laughs> like I literally thought she was roasting him. Like she was about to just start slaying him and just start Little going into town. Little did you know, Kev was doing the roasting. I His thought that charming she, oh as fuck. I thought she started dancing. She was just like, oh yeah, like kind of just giving him that, like you know, that confidence for a second. And then she was walking yeah, over, yeah, and being yeah, like, shut it, up, little it. bitch. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> idiot? <laughs> that is so incredible. I love that so much more no, now that I know she's being charmed. Kev found the only weakness. Do you remember what what did he say when he first uh he said he he plays a like an oral organ or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some good words anyway after this whole debacle Hugh Grant shows up to Sylvia's house and I wasn't sure if he was like he said he was her neighbor and I'm not sure if that was true or if he was trying to investigate but the more than thinking about it I feel like he might have just been her neighbor no Hugh Grant's not anybody's neighbor right it, when he, well when he showed up to Sylvia's house he said he was her neighbor yeah I thought that was just like a I have a reason to be here yeah, but you know what? When we see his house later, he does have a very rich house, and she was in a giant like mansion thing too. And I f- and she was like, "Oh, I guess she was." And I went back to it. Like, remember, I had to watch that part twice, and I started noticing that like when they were having a conversation when she's coming in, she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, you're usually off doing this, and I, you know that I'm usually off doing this." So like, it seemed like they already kind of had a slight they, rapport. They, yeah, they definitely know each other pretty well. You're right. So was he just actually her neighbor? Like, did he? I I think he, like under that. 
pretense, I think he did not know what was going on the first time he went over there. Yeah, he might not have. Because at first, I thought he was investigating, but I don't think that's what was happening. Well, at first, I thought he was also going to be a snake vampire. I actually didn't think that at all. What gave really? you that vibe? I thought that the whole time, just because, like, it's his family and the worm and everything, and, like, uh, you know, I mean, I understand that now what they're basically trying to say is that, like, his family are, like, vampire killers, basically, um, if you follow the lore of this vampire snake thing. Uh, but I just thought, like, because he knew everything about it and he was, like, so deeply involved and, oh, yes, this is actually a story of my great-great-great-grandfather or whatever the fuck. Like, I thought he, he was too well-connected with, you know, long lineage. I was like, oh, no, him a vampire. Nah, man, I trusted you, Grant, man. I was on his side the whole time. I was like, he's going to, like, save the fucking world. <laughs> he definitely believes that he is saving the fucking world in yeah, this movie. That's true, and I think at most he's saving, like, this town because it feel, it kind of seems like she doesn't, like, travel. I don't, I don't think she's new. I think she's been here for quite a while, and yeah, sure, you don't want a vampire around, but, like... This dude is, like, on an eradication mission. Yeah, like, his ego is definitely, like, off the fucking chain. <laughs> it's, like, through the roof. But anyway, uh, he is at Sylvia's house. He's investigating the snake bite that Lazy Eye got on his ankle. And then him and Sylvia talk about, uh, you know, the whole Trent parent incident. And she manipulates him into, like, feeling for her by crying with her back turned. And then, like, her hand is, like, you know, like, reaching out behind her back. Like, she's, like, just waiting, like... Grab my hand, comfort me. It's so bonkers. I thought that was a pretty boss move. I was like, you know what? It's like <laughs> it, it was like a it was like a Lucille Bluth kind of move, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, it is. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. And then she made a joke about um how the Trent's parents like dying was careless. Or actually, well, she did that right before, but she she was like, yeah, you know, like you know, one parent dies. That's kind of you know that's unfortunate. She was like, two of them, kind of your fucking fault, buddy. <laughs> And then he was like, he got a little uncomfortable and kind of pissed. He was like, uh, and he starts to walk away. And then that's when she's like, I hate snakes. I've had a bad week. And then she kisses him. And then she's like, come back later, bud. Yep. <laughs> yep. I hate snakes. I've had a bad week. Yep. That's exactly what happens. I'm like, bro, like, if you needed a sign to stay away. He actually, okay, James, I'm sorry. I know you, you've. Look, you've been married for a while, but you know, you gotta maybe you're either, that's a sign that you gotta show up. Crazy's fun. Nah, man. <laughs> I don't have the extra kidneys for that shit. I'll give you some stones, baby. Anyway, uh <laughs> Hugh goes home and uh falls asleep and starts imagining himself on a plane drawing snakes. Dude, this like what was that? That it was so insane i very much thought there was going to be some kind of explanation for that i have no yeah. fucking clue what happened because that's another reason why i thought that like he was a, a bad guy too because we saw just that crazy thing with her earlier and now we're seeing kind of a crazy thing with him in it and i was like oh like this is just a a vampire thing oh he had different experiences then because i was just like oh the vampires are getting to him oh yeah like they have some kind of like psycho like get into your mind thing yeah, because we do kind of see that, because I think, okay, as far as some of that vamp kind of stuff, um, actually, wait, 
Does the does Sylvia ever try to go to like someone inside of someone's house? Ooh. Like is that a thing we ever came across? People went to her house for sure. Yeah. I don't think she I mean, ever she... tried to invade anyone's house. She just stayed in her area and let people come to her the whole movie, actually. She goes to to the DeHampton house at the end, right? I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. No, I think the whole time she's just at her house and like in the cave. Yeah, I mean, it's a, that's very Dracula of her, and we know that this that's is, true. you know, based off a novel by Bram Stoker, so that might be kind of the, you know, part of the purpose. Yeah, I do wonder, um, because Mr. Brom wrote a novel of the same title, and I do wonder, like, how similar it is and, like, what, what liberties uh, Mr. Ken Russell took. Who knows, man? I, I'm I'm pretty interested too. I, I wish that I would have had time to do like a see if there's a a list out there or something of the differences between the book and the movie because I I would like to know that stuff. Yeah, I feel like there's just prob I don't know. I feel like there can't be as much going on actually as the movie. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that the movie probably added a lot of stuff in. But anyway, we're on a plane with snakes, and uh, you know he's drawing snakes. Sylvia's pouring drinks into tied up people's mouths, and um, they don't really explain it. But like, if you're you know paying attention to the movie enough, those are Mary and Eve's parents. Yeah, like it's it's kind of weird, like because you kind of just throw them in. They're just like, oh well, he has a dream, and fucking they're on the plane tied up. Yeah, if you didn't, if if you weren't paying attention, um. You would have you'd have missed that. They would just be people tied up. They still yep. almost look like just people tied up, even if you are paying attention. They do because it took me a minute. The only reason I knew it was the parents is because well, at first I was like, I assumed it's the parents just because I have no idea who else it would be. Right, context. Yeah, and then you see the parent or the dad's watch for a second, and you're like, all right, yep, that's it. So the nightmare doesn't stop there because Sylvia ends up tying Hugh up and tries to give him some green liquid, and he gets saved by Mary. And then Mary and Sylvia go all Triple H on each other in the hallway of the plane and just start, like, they're going crazy. Like, fucking Sylvia is choking Mary with, like, the the bottom part of her legs, like her lower thighs. Dude, it is epic. Uh, But also, do we know why, like, what the effects of drinking the snake venom does? It just kind of looked like absinthe to me. (laughs) <laughs> i thought she was just like putting people on a fucking vibe or something like i know that we like see her do other things but i don't know that we know exactly what would have happened if he would have drank it i agree with that completely i have no idea because i don't know what most <laughs> things do in this movie but it's actually like they do a really good job of not making you question what's happening no i never i never thought about the rules until now like when the whole time we were watching the movie, I wasn't thinking about rules whatsoever. There were a couple times that I did, and I was like, oh, "Okay, like, this is a vampire thing again." But also, like this movie does almost have you questioning whether it's a vampire movie for a while too, because it doesn't feel super vampire. But they're also—I mean, okay, we mentioned something that's very vampire about this movie actually in the first couple minutes, or like maybe like the first ten, twenty minutes, or something like that. Uh, rape. Oh, yeah. They went into it pretty fast, probably like, what, 10 minutes in the movie or something? Yep, pretty dang quick. So, I mean, that is a thing that happened, and this was actually a pretty pretty graphic and brutal one, too. Like, they, you saw, um, uh, excuse me, it's part of my French, but pumping? That's, uh, yep, that's a way to describe it. 
Yeah, it, it was actually kind of a lot. I was like, holy shit, that's kind of crazy. But anyway, now the father is untied and he walks off, which I don't know what that symbolizes. Was that... Wait a... Wait a fucking... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's that was Limbo. No, that was Limbo, dude. That fucking plane was Limbo. They were on... Because yes. the father never comes back. The mom comes back as a fucking vampire snake later. That was Limbo. The father never turned to a vampire snake. So that was him just leaving. He was like, okay, bye. I'm good. I, I can move on. Yep. <laughs> That's you got fucking it. absurd. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Okay, well, that happens, and uh, Hugh Grant gets up, walks off. He ends up in some kind of cave, and this is still in his dream, by the way. It turns out the cave is a layer of the worm. He finds that out when he wakes up, though, because he sees, like, some painting on the wall, and he's like, oh, my God, what is that? And then, like, his butler is like, that's the layer of the worm, buddy. You ever heard of it? And he's like, oh, my God, I haven't seen this in my house for the past however long I've lived here. <laughs> And then I, I also thought when I realized that Hugh Grant wasn't going to be a vampire, I thought that the butler might be a vampire. There is no way you thought he was going to be a vampire, dude. I did, especially with some things that we see him do later on. Like when Hugh Grant starts figuring shit out and like he starts like having the butler do like these random things. Like I thought the, the butler was kind of like purposefully doing a shitty job because he's like, oh, if he gets too close to figuring it out, I'm just going to bite him. Like <laughs> He did say that. You didn't say that. I just thought that that's what it, that's what it was going to be. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to say he, he said that. I meant to say like, yeah, he did kind of seem like that. He had. The, I felt like he had that vibe. Like I'm. I'm just gonna like, you know, like sit around in my underwear and like, oh yeah, your dad knows that song. <laughs> I kind of thought he was just like, uh, like, like uh, Harry Osborne's. Wait, was that? Wait, yeah, Harry. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is right. Okay. Uh, yeah, because Oztech. I don't know why. When I say Osborne, sometimes I just second guess myself because I started thinking of Ozzy Osborne and then like Sharon for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Um, so yeah, it just reminds me of like kind of like Harry Osborne's Butler. Remember in like uh, wasn't it three? Yeah, it was like Spider Man. Uh, no, was it two? Yeah, yeah, it was three. Spider Man three, of course. When he comes up, he's like, "Hey, buddy, your father." Yeah, he actually did kind of kill himself. It wasn't Peter. And I'm like, wait. Why'd you wait so long to tell him that if you've known that for a long time? Because he doesn't like Spider-Man. The butler? I, don't, I feel like he was pretty neutral. Oh, I think he had a grudge. You think so? Yep. Maybe you're right. Seemed kind of neutral to me. It's fine, James. Nobody's neutral. It's fine, James. Whatever. Neutral is a myth. Can neutral these nuts. So now the entire gang heads to the cave layer so they can do some investigating of their own. And outside the cave, Sylvia finds Eve and brings her into a tanning bedroom where we see Sylvia just naked as shit for like no reason. Why was she in a tanning bed? Because. What? She gotta get tan for the prom. Is it a thing where like vampires can't touch sun but they could do a tanning bed? Like, is that a rule know. they were trying to establish? Like, because I don't know. I never saw her. Was she I think it might out? have been more. I I thought about that. Like, we got to the end of the. I got to the end of the movie, and I thought about like I I don't know about sunlight if that was even a thing at all. I don't know if it was. I feel like most of the movie was like indoors for the. Wait, no, 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 no. Wasn't it fucking? Oh my god, James, wasn't it like? bright like daylight clear as day when she went in to steal the skull i think it was w wait wasn't she wearing like a scarf and some like glasses and stuff around her head was she shielding herself from the sun 
Maybe she was. I was just assuming she was like just trying to hide her face. Hide her face. But what if she was hiding herself from the sun? That could have been a thing. Um, huh. So yeah, maybe like they're trying to say like artificial, like UV light doesn't damage them. It has to be actual sunlight, and that's why she's in there. I guess maybe they're setting up some more rules and uh, anything of all that. Well, she seems to have even a kind of trance. She like she's telling her to disrobe now, and that's another thing. I guess that's another vampire thing, right? Like she's kind of trancing her a little bit. But I also feel like it didn't last for that long. Yeah, I don't know. Like her and uh, even the other chick, she they kind of have like this like bond i feel like and they like snap each other out of shit even like her sister mary or yeah, mary oh, okay okay yeah maybe it's something like that but no i feel like a few minutes after the whole trant the whole thing like it just kind of fell off eh, whatever. yeah whatever i also got really worried when sylvia started talking about like gods and then pulled what looked like a 36 inch mega elephant tusk dildo out of like seemingly nowhere Dude, it was ginormous <laughs> that was the biggest thing i've ever seen in my life and it was like pointed <laughs> at the end like it's gonna hurt Oh, yeah, and the whole time I'm thinking, like, yeah, but what are you actually what are you gonna going do to with do that? with Like, it? what is your real purpose? Like, you pull it out, <laughs> and when she first pulled it out, it was like, dude, she was, like, talking about, like, virgins and, like, her vivacious, like, appetite while she's, like, just rubbing the giant fucking tusk dildo, like, on Eve's face and shit and, like, by her, like, body. Yeah, dude. And then, like, <sighs> it's so jagged. <laughs> But they they only did it because vampires have to be rapey. That's just part of the thing. So Sylvia tells Eve that she has to call Mary and tell her that she's going away for a little while. And then the movie turns into the fucking Tim and Eric awesome show. Like, I am not kidding. This segment of the movie <laughs> is more Tim and Eric than anything that Tim and Eric has ever done. Yeah, you just have that like weird like psychedelic... Like it's a fever dream. Like it feels like it shouldn't be real, and you and it's like bad to watch it. Like, but it's very funny at the same time. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna try to explain this best I can. There's a deep fried background with some like chips, like some chicks on like stabbed with fucking steaks, and then like there's weird gospel music, and like Sylvia is sucking on the elephant tusk dildo. Yeah, didn't it have, like, blood on the tip, too? Yeah, and there's blood on it. She's sucking on the fucking yeah. bloody elephant tusk dildo. Yeah, it's weird. I, it, like, words, words don't do justice for what I saw. I, I stood up and looked at my TV, and I said, what? 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 <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I, I, I just immediately started thinking... Whose idea was this? It had to have been Ken Russell's, but how did how did he accomplish he had to have done that completely on his own because how do you just explain what happened there to someone and have them like actually make your vision come out properly? I have no idea. Because that like the background and whatever was going, I cannot even explain what the fuck was happening. It was the most <laughs> confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like it was almost like mathematical in the way that it was structured yeah it definitely was it had that like uh like like repeating like geometric pattern thing going it was on almost like sure. sacred geometry of like yeah. chicks getting murdered by stakes <laughs> like it was like the cannibal yep, holocaust like devil elephant dildo tusk version of sacred geometry 
A hundred percent. It's like the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, but also the most entertaining, beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, it was awesome. <laughs> so now Sylvia is just off the fucking chain, like if you didn't get it from this bullshit that's going on. She is <laughs> slithering out of a barrel. Like literally, she is slithering out of a fucking barrel. The little basket? Is that is that what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy and she like just looks more and more like a snake now but she's also dressed like Catwoman. yeah yeah for sure this <laughs> is like like but not not uh uh fucking 90s Catwoman. like the like yes. like the old like adam yes. west like 60s Catwoman. that's what i'm saying dude and it's so weird because like okay at first she's slithering out of this basket it makes sense but then she's like she starts slithering on two legs. I don't know, like, how that, what I'm saying makes sense, but she is on two feet and she is slithering through her house, like, to a new destination. <laughs> when you think of slither, you probably imagine that I'm saying, like, this bitch is on the ground doing the worm. She is not. I can tell you right no, she's now. She's standing upright. She is upright. Like,. <laughs> She is not wormed. She is not dogged. She is fucking human <laughs> slithering, dude. I don't yep. even like. It is impressive that any human can do that. Like, like, because you think about it, that's an like actual the way actress her body that moves. did that. Yeah, like the way absolutely. that she's contorting like that. Like she's not. Even, she's not contorting. She's not doing like insane shit. And like, I don't think she has any like weird bone stuff that allows her to do anything that other humans can't do. <laughs> I just think that is raw talent right there <laughs> like i don't know who else in the world is going to need you to slither in human form but that is the greatest talent i've ever seen in my life looks even better than uh the the bad guy in malignant um look can you fucking stop bringing up malignant and every goddamn thing we're doing right now you're gonna make me talk about it anyway anyway like i mean you know snake point is something else yeah you know when you watch, do you remember that scene where, like, Mary and Eve are just, like, they're just kind of, they're just kind of watching snake porn, and it's, like, it involves a woman putting an entire snake down her throat? Yeah. You know, like, you ever, you ever seen sword swallowing? I have. You ever heard of this snake swallowing? Snake swallowing. No, I have not, I've not heard of it, but I've seen it. And that was real, for sure. Like, you know that, right? Like, watching that. I hope not. Dude, that was literally real. I can guarantee you. I have you. to. Ugh, I have to convince myself that it's not. I have to convince myself that it's not. James, that was so fucking real. Like, when she was holding up that snake to her, like, I saw it moving around at one. I saw, like, its eyes move, everything. Like, I don't think you could fake that. That looked like a real shot of a girl actually, like, doing, like, putting the snake down her throat. I can't. I don't know if, like, you know, because there, there was definitely a part where she got, like, a little bit deep with it. You know, like, it was kind of going in. But that for sure, the part where, like, at the very end, before it, like, cut off, she's holding the snake and it's, like, getting close to her and, like, kind of going, like, in her mouth. Like, they cut off before it goes, like, all the way in, but it goes, like, a little part of the way in. That was definitely real. And it looked, like, the same as the rest of it. So I feel like all of that might have been real. I really hope not. I'm trying to look up if like snake swallowing is a thing, and it doesn't seem to be. All I can find is thing about things about how snakes swallow. Oh, how they swallow? Th yeah, that probably makes right? sense. You should look up like humans <laughs> swallowing snakes, yeah, or something like that. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a like a known thing like sword swallowing. So okay, well, that's that. I think that that further 
shows that it might have actually happened. Well, now Mary gets bit, and then uh, the, the fucking visions, man. Like, they're just kind of going off again. I don't need to explain them again. There's just crazy shit happening. They're wild, man. <laughs> they're just, they're just, it's a whole new ball game with the visions. So now back at Hugh's house, like, I can't tell you how it happened, but he did a full spin and cut a vampire snake chicken half. It's so sweet. And it looked like she kind of, like, came back for a second, but then, like, they never went back to it. Did she fully die in the end? Like, did she die? She's dead, right? I don't right? know, because I thought that they were going to do the thing that they were talking about earlier, because he's like, and what happens when you cut a worm in half? Because if you cut a worm in half, it'll, yeah, like, regrow it and be two worms it'll, like, now. keep going, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it'll, it'll stay alive. And so that, when he cut her in half, I was like, so is she still alive out there? Like? <laughs> And we kind of do, I mean, we do see that for a second. Like, you know, also the butler's dead. The butler got murdered, so. Yeah, so obviously not a vampire. Not a vampire. And then Mary gets picked up by Officer Lazy Eye, who seems like, you know, he seems like he's on her side until he starts getting sketchy, and then his eyes turn red, and then his fangs pop out. Uh, that, that just felt like a never-trust-a-cop moment, you know? I, I honestly had a hard time believing that he was a cop. I feel like British police officers just kind of seem like uh, like security guards to me, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're just security guards at, like, a sporting event. Like, I guess I've never been in this, like, you know, in the in the area, so, like, I don't know. This, you guys probably got your own, like, cop quarrels and issues and whatnot. I've heard some stuff about, like, British cops and whatnot, but I don't know. Every time I see them depicted in movies, they just look fucking hilarious. Yeah. And that's the only thing I have to base it off of. I have to base, I just base it off of movies. And they, they look, they look funny. You guys look very funny. <laughs> and honestly, you know what? I get his lazy eye. Like, I understand it now. Because when he, he kind of had like. You understand? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get why he, why he chose to have it now. I, I understand <laughs> it. He kind of had like a, a Pennywise vibe going on like the new uh, uh what's his name again um, 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 um Skarsgård Bill Skarsgård he kind of had like a Skarsgård like lazy eye thing going on you know like crazy eye thing when he had those red contacts You're and right. he looked snakeish and he had those fangs I thought he was the coolest fucking thing <laughs> I don't know dude anyone that just turned snake vampire just looks really cool to me yeah I think they might be the coolest version of vampire not gonna lie i'm just gonna put that out there Ooh, you haven't seen cat vampires yet i don't know dude this is like the coolest version of vampire man snake vampire meow meow motherfucker sick, dude i mean like alien vampires didn't work out they're just zombies so i mean so far i'm in the i'm in the snake vampire thing <laughs> also angus learned uh, a snake song on bagpipes and he drew out mr officer he had a tuffle with him and then uh he threw the dude onto a wrench and popped his eyeball out which was a fucking cool kill <laughs> a cool kill the whole thing is great him whipping out the bagpipes and doing the snake charming like it's so good dude when they finally get it because there is um there's one point in the movie where mr fucking angus is just kind of hanging around he's like hey uh well, actually wait did he even find out i thought it was well, didn't hugh grant find out that there was a snake charming song he told angus huh yeah yeah he told him okay yeah hugh grant was in there and he was when he was talking to his butler he was like hey do you remember the snake charmer song and he plays one he's like yeah, i don't know if it's that and then he plays another like just goofy song he's like yep that's it but i'll always remember that that's the snake I'll charming always song. Remember. he's like so giddy about it he's very happy <laughs> and he's so overly happy that's why i thought he was sketchy so Angus, okay, I don't know if I'm right, but if I was following, I think he injected a mongoose with snake venom and tried to make it attack the white worm lady. 
That's exactly what he did. I feel really weird that you said that I was right. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> what? I don't. Angus is somehow like a very fast. He's a fast, very learner. British Herbert West. He's such a fast learner. He's he wants to be reanimator, but he wants to be reanimator with no training. Oh my like, god! Just jump in right does. in. He's like snake reanimator. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, you're so right. He's like field testing all this shit. Dude, and, and every time he pulls out the syringe and he kind of like squirts it out a little bit and like flicks the tip and he's like, ha ha ha, look at my antidote. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. He's got he's to do it a fucking Jeffrey Combs kind of thing, isn't he? He's kind of doing a Herbert West Jeffrey Combs thing for sure. <laughs> okay, well, at one point in the movie, they just mentioned they're like, oh yeah, snakes hate mongooses. They'll beat their asses. So he's like, oh yeah? I'll inject it with snake venom and sick it on the fucking thing while I try to charm it with my bagpipes. Like, that is such an absurd plan, dude. I don't care how you it's, word that. I don't know what, how you came up with that hypothesis, but... That's so crazy. Like, that is so fucking crazy, dude. You're just gonna, you're just gonna do that? Like, whatever, man. But, I mean, I guess it would have worked, but then... He's like kind of he's giddy waiting for the mongoose to come out and be like, hey, dude, I beat the vampire's ass. And then <laughs> fucking Sylvia pops out and she gives him like a gotcha face and pulls out earplugs. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, Bet you didn't think of that. <laughs> the earplug. <laughs> dude, she literally was like, I'm not getting charmed again after that fucking harmonica. We won't be charmed again. Dream Warriors. <laughs> Is it weird that Ray kind of did that? Or, Kev, or Kev, I mean Kev. Yeah. Kev did that, dude. She wouldn't have had those. Because I don't think she knew that Angus was trying to charm her. Well, unless she found out from the other guy. Did she find out from, uh, what's his face, the officer dude? That he was charming oh. people? Maybe she found out from him. Okay, yeah, maybe it's not. Yeah. Maybe Kev didn't She might it. have. She might have. Yeah, that probably tipped it off because you can't. Okay, you can't be using your charm stuff on just like any old vampire. You got to use it on the main one, you know. You got to use it on Sylvia. So yeah, she bites Angus because of this earplug debacle. It's not very good. It's okay. He has an antidote. <laughs> he does. And then she walks out with a giant strap-on dildo. <laughs> The same dildo she had earlier. I don't know if yep. she made it in between the last time we saw her with this dildo or if she had it sitting around like waiting just to like, you know, like it's an attachment. It's an attachment. I think it's like a, it's like changing lenses on a camera. You just like stick it on there and <laughs> that's so insane. <laughs> I think that's what it is. And when it fucking does that, like, okay. When it reveals it, like, it does a slow pan, like, from the top to the bottom, and then it goes. I'm not kidding. Completely serious. That is exactly what it does. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like, like Sam Raimi, like, slapsticky. Like, it's great. And then it's just, you're just staring at a giant pointy fucking like at least three foot long strap on dildo for a minute and then <laughs> like it just goes right from that it just kind of pans back a little bit so you see that like uh it was mary right no it was eve that like eve, eve is right in front of her and you just see like her hands on her hips and you're like oh my god no 
Like, no, the only thing that went through my mind right there was no, 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 please no. I don't think anybody deserves that. Like, dude, that was, there's so, it's like, it's like a ribbed condom, but with solid, like, <laughs> like, like, very pointy, like, Ow. ribs. You know Ow. what I mean? Like, oh my God. <laughs> That's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just, it's terrifying. <laughs> so you get the implication that she's about to grab her and stick a th- fucking three-foot dildo in her. And then we start hearing some insane screaming. And what's that screaming? It's the white worm. It's here, dude. <laughs> the white worm is here. And it's in a fucking, it's in a sarlacc pit. <laughs> it is in a sarlacc pit. It's like, that's all it is. It's just a sarlacc. Pit. And you know what I read on IMDb, and I was trying to see it, and I almost didn't want to. I, I I only have to say it now because I feel like it has to be bullshit. Maybe it's true in some way, and I'm just not seeing. It said that that worm was like a VW bug. What? Let me make sure it was right because it it definitely said a kind of car. I think it said a VW bug. It said like the front kind. Please look at VW bug right now and just tell me if like you see some kind of resemblance because uh. Let me find it. I don't know. I think I can kind of see it now that you said it. Because it's, it's, I think it's nostrils might be the headlights. Uh, no, not a bug, a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. I mean, the mouth of the white worm seen in the, tu- okay, the mouth of the white worm seen in the tunnel towards the end of the movie was actually a painted over Volkswagen Beetle hood that bears an uncanny resemblance to the mouth of a snake. Oh, it's the hood of the car. I can see that, the shape of the mouth. Yeah, for sure. Because oh, when, oh, when it's the hood. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The really wide part that they use for the top of the mouth is yeah. like what's like where the headlights are. Okay, yeah, I see that now. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's like if you were to like put the hood up, it's Holy like the shit. exact same shape. Okay, yeah, so I buy it now. I buy it. <laughs> Yep. I thought it was like the whole thing. And when I was, I read that before I saw the snake. So when I was looking at it, I was like, that don't look like a car. I was like, that looks like <laughs> a little different. That looked like a dick with a face. <laughs> it does look like a dick with a face, like for sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess like the mo- the thing you could compare it to is a sandworm, right? Yeah, sure. Wait a second. See, now I'm wondering because Beetlejuice came out the same year as this. What date though? March 30th for Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, the sandworms look way better than this. You think so? Oh yeah, this is definitely more of a dick. Uh, and I think the sla- the sandworms were like uh, claymation, right? Yeah, they were. This is more of like a, a practical, practical penis. Yep, good old practical penis, dick and balls. <laughs> this is a practical dick and balls. So Sylvia's going to sacrifice Mary to the white worm, but fortunately for her, Angus is actively still alive because of the antidote and swindles Sylvia and cuts her fucking hand off like as she's falling down. Also, I, I'm going to say something. Um, I looked away for two seconds and I don't know how the fuck Sylvia got under Mary or Eve or whoever. Um, I'm not really sure either, but can we just like give credit to Sylvia where credit is due and just like how much she sells out to like these like super exaggerated hissing faces and like going in for a bite like I mean just going for it going hard yeah I think she fucking kills it dude like I think if yep. if, if you want to like you know 
put someone down in your book as the number one snake vampire, it's definitely Sylvia. <laughs> also, I will never be mad at Angus having a completely random grenade that he just dropped into the worm's mouth. Like, where did he get that grenade? We never saw a backstory to where he finds the grenade. He just has a grenade. We don't know where he found it, but we know that he was keeping it hidden in his fucking uh, kilt. <laughs> He's wearing, like, a Scottish kilt, and he just, like, reaches underneath it and pulls out a hand grenade. It was so crazy, too, because even when he pulls it out and he starts, like, you know, pulling the tab out and everything, I was literally staring at it, and even while I fully was understanding, like, he's pulling out a grenade right now, I had to second and third and fourth guess it. I was like, are you sure you're pulling out a grenade right now? Like, what is happening? (laughs) The Scottish, the Scottish go hard. The Scottish go hard. That's just, that's just, the Scots go hard. That's just how it works. I guess that's just it, man. He has a fucking grenade. But, so yeah, he blows up the worm. He just, he literally goes back too, because he gets everyone out. He saves the day. And then he like, he's like, hold on, I'll be right back. Runs out, throws a grenade in its mouth, and then just comes back and it's like, all right, we're good, guys. <laughs> like, honestly, Hugh Grant was not the fucking hero. He no, Angus was the not. hero, and it's so funny because right after too, Angus is kind of like thanking him. He's like, "Hey, thanks, you did pretty good." And he was like, "I did, huh? <laughs> You're right. Like, I did do pretty good." Yeah, it makes me wonder if if that was on purpose. If he was supposed to kind of be the one who like looks like the hero, but is actually kind of the the dumb sidekick. You I'm know? gonna be completely honest. Uh, apparently, him like being the hero was him like sending some gas into like the fucking cave and then like gassing out the worm even if look look he's going so hard on it bro it's a major operation i know it is but jane that's not even what i'm trying to say like we fully (laughs) saw him doing stuff but i fully do not know what he did i don't even know if he gassed the worm i don't even know if he did to me it literally seemed like the worm was not affected by anything. The worm was perfectly thriving. It ate its fucking fucking vampire snake sacrifice, and then it got blown up. I don't think Hugh Grant did anything. The, he, he's just giving me, like, J. Jonah Jameson vibes. Really? Just that, like, he thinks he's out there doing something, and he's real loud about it, but, like, what are you doing? Literally, what did he do? Like, ke- like dude, you want to talk about, like, Worms and plans. Kevin Bacon did way more than Hugh Grant did. When are we gonna do a Tremors movie? I already, I already did one. That's enough. <laughs> and I already bailed out on you four times in a row to That's do one. Right. So I don't think we're ever gonna do Tremors again. Um. So what were we gonna say about about Hugh Grant? Oh, just that like the whole thing kind of reminds me of like uh Big Trouble in Little China, of like he's like the he- heroic one, but like he's secretly the sidekick and then the guy who like is supposed to be the sidekick is the one who's actually the badass yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is it is very much like that like yeah i don't i still don't know what his plan was i don't even know that he actually put gas in there like and i don't know what i i can tell you what he told us he was doing but i can't tell you why if he actually accomplished it, if it worked, if he, if he did accomplish it, did it even do anything? Like, I can't tell you any of those. Can you just tell me whatever you can tell me? Because I've been trying to figure this out, and I have nothing. I can tell you okay. that he got a bunch of people in this town to, like, go to these caves, and they were, like, pumping gas in there, and then, like, 
setting off explosives, I think, to, like, cause cave-ins. But I don't know if that helped. I don't know If it even happened. I don't know if he actually accomplished it. Or if he even started. I think he just took them all there, and he was just like, (laughs) hey, this is what we're gonna do, and he made them all think that they were doing something. (laughs) And they never did anything. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That was like, it was the most confusing thing in the world. I thought I was missing something. Like, genuinely, for a second, I was like, I have to be missing something here because I'm very confused. Very confused. If you missed it, I also missed it. Because I, again, at this point, I'm thinking, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. I'm thinking that this was done intentionally. Like, it's a joke that he's, like, doing this thing and getting everybody involved. And it's like, no, we're going to go kill the vampire. Like... (laughs) That is so fucking weird, dude. And then also, like, another big question, and they kind of, like, do something to explain this, but they don't at all. Why does Angus just have an antidote? Like, who? what connections does he have that he could just get a random antidote to fucking because snake vampire Because he's venom? snake reanimator, baby! He figured it out himself. He got the snake venom and sent it to the fucking antidote people and they came up with an antidote that's so ridiculous dude i'm fine with it i'm so okay with it i thought it was hilarious but i was just like when i'm thinking about the logistics i'm like this he you know what he told us what he is he's like a freshman like college architect he's an he's not an architect he's an archaeologist same fucking thing he's a freshman (laughs) college architect and he has access to fucking snake vampire antidotes yeah bro he just sent it to the antidote people grenades i think that grenade has been tucked under his ball sack for a very long time i am so alarmed by the fact that this man of all people just has the plug for grenades and snake (laughs) antidote dude scott's go hard that is so insane, dude. So after the worm is murdered and everything is settling down, Angus gets a call from a doctor chick that's like, Hey, so, you know that antidote? That's actually just like arthritis medication. And then she's like holding up like a vial in front of her. She's like, but I have your antidote here if you need it for later. And literally just that statement was so aggravating just to hear. I'm like, you, the the antidote for late, for late, like you just, a little bit later. I'm like, that's kind of redundant she specifically says you can come pick it up tomorrow like bro (laughs) like i can't even rush to you and get it right now i have to wait till tomorrow there are so many issues with that like first off whoever mixed up dead like like life-saving antidote with some arthritis medication that is uh, that's hands down the funniest mix-up i've ever heard of in my life that is so comical and if you're trying to tell me that's not comical like what the fuck that is the funniest thing i've ever heard like someone is trying not to die and you're just like well your hand doesn't hurt anymore are you fucking kidding me you're useless piece of shit your joints feel great (laughs) are you fucking kidding me dude actually this is where maybe i just this is what i wanted out of the movie that i wasn't getting because i kept telling you all these people who i thought might be vampires i was hoping that that would be part of it because i thought that the nurse lady at or the scientist lady that was calling him i thought she might be a vampire you're just really giddy with accusing people of being vampires (laughs) 
I thought she mixed it up on purpose. She's like, you can come get this antidote tomorrow after you're a vampire, bitch. I hate you. That's not what was happening. I think it was just the most, the, the best joke in the world. Just incompetence. <laughs> yeah, just straight up incompetence. <laughs> so, yeah. And at the end, it's implied that Hugh Grant got eight, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like I want a second movie. I very much do. But also, who died in this exactly? I'm a little bit confused. I think, to my knowledge, the butler, the police officer, the mom? Because that, was that the mom that attacked Hugh Grant in the house, right? That he sliced, sliced in half? Yes. Yep. And then Sylvia? And then, I guess, Hugh Grant implied, right? Or maybe yeah. he just turned into a vampire, too. I don't know. We don't know. So four definitive kills. Yeah. And you know, we actually didn't mention something too. Um, like uh, we kind of did, but I feel like we didn't give it enough justice. When um, oh, I think I think we got distracted and moved on. When the mom got sliced in half, and we were talking because we started talking about like you know the worm oh, still sure. being alive yeah. and growing. We ended up moving on. We do see her like she cuts back to her. And both sides of her cut in half body are moving on the ground. And that bottom half, like with her legs and her torso and shit, or not torso, her legs and like, you know, right below her torso and all that. Right. The way that all of that was moving and like the blood and like those fangs and the look on her face, that actually legitimately was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, man. I think that they handled that effect really, really well. Even the cut, like... The, that whole portion of effects work is top notch. It's really good. You know when um you see someone like like on like the I think it was like the Unborn or something like when you first saw someone like or not when you first saw but you know like one of the most prolific ones you saw in commercials and shit when you saw that uh, old bitch like walking backwards on all fours like yeah, head yeah, twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost feel like it gave me like that kind of eerie feeling, but it's like. It was really cool because the thing isn't moving like that. You know, it's not walking. It's not like it's kind of just flopping around in one spot while the other half was right, like trying right, to murder right. you. It was pretty crazy looking, <laughs> dude. That was insane. It was, great. it was really good. Such a cool effect. So, yeah, we had like four kills also, I think. Think about four sets of boobs. We saw Sylvia's boobs like nine different times throughout the movie. A lot. Yeah, like yeah. a lot, a lot. But I'm, I just count that as like one. So I'm pretty sure we had four pairs in total. That sounds right. Would you recommend the layer of the white worm, James? 1988, by the way. Same same year as Beetlejuice. Hands down, I would recommend this movie. It's good. I would recommend this as a funny movie, as a good movie. Like any, If you're trying to watch something that's really just going to entertain you and be like, wow, that was fucking good. It's this. And if you're also trying to watch something that you're going to laugh your ass off, it's this. Yep. This is a cool fucking movie, dude. Like, actually, kind of a gem. Yeah. I. This might be... This is definitely up there for vampire movies that you and I have talked about. Top five. I mean, top three, probably even. Top, top five, definitely. Maybe top three. Yeah. I feel like it's just right up there with Fright Night. Like, it, it's that good. It's a pretty damn good movie. Um, Okay, here's the thing, though. What would you rate? At first, when I watched it, like, right after, I was kind of thinking, like, three and a half for a second. But I think there were a few things that I didn't like tie up at first and I didn't understand. But after talking about it right now, this is a four star movie, at least for sure. Yeah. Uh, actually three and a half is where I landed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's still really good, but I mean, I guess there are certain people out there that like, wouldn't think that some of the over the top 
It's like it's like the humor is over the top at times, but then also super subtle at times. Yeah. So yeah. like if if it's a person that's not going to appreciate both of those things working in tandem, like I can see how they'd think that like it's stupid. Yeah, I could see that too. But and now that I'm thinking about it, and like after, I think what really uh, made me bump it up a half star was. Um, the fact that Sylvia was just being charmed and slithering, like from the harmonica <laughs> guy earlier, that's one of the. It's so good. That is man. like the fact that I we didn't know about the charming yet, and they did that like attention to detail, kind of like uh uh, uh what's the word like kind of foreshadowing that foreshadowing. for later. Yep, like that's kind of pretty impressive and pretty crazy. It's cool, and just, man. And you know what? Even just point five, just for Sylvia's acting just for her being a fucking queen at being a snake vampire. She is sold out to it. Dude, so fucking good. All right, so we have a fuck Mary kill. You're gonna have the white worm, the elephant dildo, and me. Oh, okay. Uh, and for the sake of this conversation, the dildo uh, does have the ability to uh, speak and interact with you. Like it kind of is like an entity of itself, of its own. Okay, so I guess I'll marry the dildo. Um, can't imagine it's a nice person. You know, I don't know. It's better than being with the worm. Uh, so I'll kill the worm and I will fuck you, my friend. Okay, pretty cool, pretty cool. Glad I got, glad I got bone this time. There you go. Yeah, and that was a layer of the white worm. This was kind of a f- fucking crazy wild ride. Definitely a sleeper hit. Honestly, I just, I could have recommend this enough. If you just, if you haven't like got anything from this that tells you to go watch it, just go watch it. Just go watch it. It is a great, but it's on Amazon Prime right now. Yep, it's on Prime. If you need one more thing to send you over the edge, just Google "layer of the white worm" and just look at some of these image results, images. and you'll be yes. like, "You'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I need to see this." You'll be sold because <laughs> there's, there's some crazy visuals on this. Like just for the visions alone, <laughs> you need to watch this movie. It's something else. Yep. But that was a layer of the white worm episode. Thank you for uh, watching this with me, James. You know, uh, thanks for uh, you know sucking blood out here and whatnot. You know, you know here sucking. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, I guess this is technically your thing too. But you know, oh shit. Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't yeah. think of it that way. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for you know sucking. Uh, you know, James has his things. Night shift video. You can find him on the social medias at N I T E shift video. Find him on all of the podcasts and whatnot. N I T E shift video. And then my things are horror soup. Uh, that's all the things. Just search those things. Oh, and I guess that uh, scream too. That's another horror thing I do. That's affiliated with uh, the thing we're talking about right now. Horror. Uh, this was sucking. Suck me later. Vampires suck. Okay, hang on. Clip this one in there. Uh, Snake vampires don't suck. You freaky flying fuck face. Well, I am the one who's been wiping my ass with your cape and shitting in your coffin. If you stick you with a stake and watch you suffer.
Your pale skin, pulseless, pedophile freak. She's a century younger than you are. And why, oh, why can't my baby see? You're just a douchebag dancing in the dark. If you don't give my girlfriend back to me, well, I'll take my revenge, yeah. Stick you with a stick and fucking watch you suffer.